guys, and welcome back to another episode of The Provocative Podcast. Guys, okay, this is the episode that all you ladies have been wanting to know about. All the sex details, this one's it. We're going to have a good, good conversation about all the good stuff that goes on to sex and possibly anything girl related. Okay. Um, but first, before we get into the podcast today, as always, let me run you guys back through the week. So, um, yesterday I cooked for my friends. I did like a healthy tostada, tinga tostada recipe for YouTube. And I just wanted to include that into YouTube because, um, I've been kind of slacking off YouTube and it's hard sometimes doing like my every recording my everyday day to day because, some days I just don't have a lot of action. Like it's just the same routine, but I really wanted to put some cooking stuff in there just because now with Chris being on prep, we'll, we'll kind of like have to change recipes up so we don't get tired with the same chicken. So I made that recipe yesterday and just got like some friends to let me know their thoughts and they loved it. So if you guys are curious about that thing, that recipe, it'll be on YouTube. Um, yeah, before you even listen to this, so you can go to my YouTube, Jazzy Fit, and it'll be on there. But we did that this weekend, and then um, I told you guys I was going to catch you guys up on my book reads. So um, we still haven't had our book club meeting. We're going to meet this up- upcoming week to talk about... Um, the book that we read, Ugly Love, but I did finish Verity. I told you guys I would finish it. I literally spent two days after like, what? I think I recorded this uh, for the podcast on Wednesday, but like, yeah, by Friday I finished it. I literally was like scratching my head. I told Chris, I was like, I have to finish this book. I have to finish this book. It was so good. So um, our guest for today is Brenda, guys, a good friend of mine. And she actually read Verity too. So I'm going to get her input on it. What did you think about the book? It was so different. I was not expecting that. And I didn't read a preview, right? So Yeah. <laughs> I just told you to pick it up and read it. You were, yes. I was like, oh, I picked up this book. You should read it. Yeah. And like with movies and everything, I don't like to see the, the preview before okay. I watch a movie. And same with books. If someone recommends it, I'm not even, I'm not going to read the preview. I'm just going to start on the first chapter. Uh-huh. So I'm expecting a love story because the author is Colleen Hoover and every, I've read three of her books now, including this one. And, uh, the, the two books that I read before this one were love stories, right? So (laughs) (laughs) it took a turn and I was so disturbed guys. Like I, I, I I read it in three days because I couldn't not finish it and, and, there was so there was enough mystery to where I was like, I just have to keep reading it because I couldn't think of anything else throughout right. my day. Yeah. I couldn't be productive. And I had Same. so much to do. Mm-hmm. I had so much to do last week. And I, I literally would stay up at night because I needed to finish that stupid book <laughs> so that I could get on with my life. <laughs> That's how I felt. I felt bad for Chris, too. He's like, babe, you're like, are you really just going to choose reading? And I'm like, I got to <laughs> freaking find out what happens i'm like you don't understand and every time he would look up at me i'm like oh my god babe oh my god and i would try to catch him up but i'm like there's so much detail it's so hard to explain what's happening and he was the one i had this one recommended by a friend uh or a girl who follows me on instagram but chris was like yeah you should read something more like thriller like and i was like yeah because i do like i like horror and stuff so i was like you're right and when he picked that one up, he's like, oh, this one will be good because it has like some suspense in it. But yeah, no, I think I wasn't expecting the type of suspense and the darkness that it was. Yeah. Yeah. So like, 
it, it's if you have children, it's <sighs> just I really want to pick Arelli's brain because I think she picked up the book. Yeah. And Arelli's a new mom. She's a friend of ours. And so I want to see what she feels when she reads this because it'll definitely hit her harder than it hit us. For yeah, sure. for yeah. sure. Because I mean, you know, we don't really want children anytime soon. So the fact that we were kind of like, this is disturbing. Yeah. I can't imagine what Arelli's going to think reading it. I know. I, I was thinking the same thing. Whenever I was reading it, I was like, I, I don't think I could recommend this to anyone that has kids. Yeah. Like, this is just too much. It's too much. <laughs> it's it's so... Okay, but anyways, guys, I don't want to give up the, the storyline. It is just... It's so good. It's very different yeah. than her love books. It's it's a love story in there, but there's like there's only like a few sex scenes and the sex scenes aren't as heated as all her other like her other I mean ugly love sex scenes were like on a whole different level <laughs> of sex. But this is just they had sex scenes and there was like a romance story, but the darkness in there and the mystery just takes toll and it's just like you can't I feel like I could not function because I was like I need to find out what happens. I'm so it like I was so involved in this book, but yeah, it, the it next, was, sorry. The next time I, I read a book like this mystery thriller, I just, I need to be aware Yeah, <laughs> because I need to plan around it. I need to know that I have a couple of days where like, I don't have deadlines or anything like that because it, it really sucks you in and you're just, it does. you're living in that world until you're done reading it. Yeah. Same. I felt like that. And I even told Chris, cause he, I picked up a, uh, the other book that you recommended by Colin mm -hmm. Hoover and, um, He's like, when are you going to start it? I'm like, I think I'm going to give myself a little bit of a break. He's like, why? I'm like, because I've been living in my books. Like I haven't been doing anything else. And I feel bad for you too, because I'm like, go game, go game. So I can read, go game. <laughs> so I'm not spending any time with you. I'm like, let me just have like, maybe like a weekend break of not reading because then I get so, I feel like this pressure to finish the books. Yes. You know what I mean? Like no one's pressuring me, but I feel like I got to finish this book so fast. Well, you know what it is for me at least it's that, I need it to feel uh, continuous. Yeah, okay. So if I wait a whole day before I start reading again, then I, I'm... I kind of lost that. It builds up, right? Yeah, right, right. The feelings build up yeah. and I kind of lose that that feeling. And, and so the book isn't as intense. That's true, yes. And I like the book being intense. So I finished my books in like, in, in a couple days that makes sure. That makes sense. Because I could do a couple days, but like, I could not do like give myself three to four days in between like chapters. I feel no. like, yeah, like I feel like what you're saying is yeah. true. Like I, I wouldn't be as involved in the books if I give myself so much time. But anyways, guys, definitely a recommendation, but it is, it is suspense. It's not so much love, but it's from the, the other people that have read it, they loved it too. It's just, like I said, very dark, but anyways, we're going to get into today's topic. Um, like I said, I have my friend Brenda here. Um, Brenda, I'm not going to give her a huge introduction, but Brenda and I, uh, met in 2020 during yeah. COVID. Um, do you want to talk about how we met? The only good thing that came out of COVID was our friendship. <laughs> I know, I know. Honestly, yeah. Yes. I mean, if you, I don't even know if you, you started working out there because every other gym was closing right. and had restrictions mm -hmm. and, and, you know, athletic at the time wasn't even open yet. Right. Right. So 
It was, uh, guys, it was, it was bad vibes. Our first day was bad vibes for sure. <laughs> so a little background. So she's talking about AE. So our friend Aureli, the one that we were mentioning that just had her baby, she'll be on the podcast soon. So she's the owner of a gym called Athletic Empire here in Houston. During this time, she was building the gym. So the gym wasn't fully opened yet, um, but they were allowing Chris and I and Sebas and Oscar, which are our friends, we were on prep at the time to use the gym. So I hadn't officially met Aureli yet or Brenda yet as the gym um, was opening, but I met them there at the gym one of the days that I was working out. So anyways, continue. Well, the thing that was weird about us meeting was that we were introduced, right? Right. And um, in my head, I'm like, why why are we being introduced? (laughs) (laughs) And it was just so weird because it was Jazzy and then the boys at the same time yeah right? I met you all at the same time yeah and at the time also I didn't know what prep was so yeah. to me you know she's just a girl that like barely talks yeah <laughs> <laughs> guys my prep I was like full-on zombie mode yeah I don't even know what month you were on because you were on in prep for nine months that year <laughs> yeah I was on prep for nine months yeah yeah, yeah 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 so um so my first impression of Jazzy I was first of all I thought she was beautiful of course like if you see her in person, she's just even more beautiful. But because of that, I also was like, well, she might not even have a good personality. Like, we don't need to force this relationship, right? right. And and it's just like a subconscious thing. It's not like I see every pretty girl and I'm like, oh, she's probably a bitch, right? Yeah. It's just a, from past experiences, it's, it's an assumption that I subconsciously make. Yeah. And so um, we we worked out in the same gym, didn't say past the high and walking away. We didn't say anything. And uh, at the end of our workout, Aureli, bless her heart, she's the sweetest person I know. Yes. She's like, I, I want to go up to her because uh, I just don't want it to be weird if we're going to be working at the same time. Like, I, I just I want to at least try, say that I tried. Yeah. And and I was like, OK, you do you. I, I was not about to go go up to some. I don't go up to people. If I build a relationship with someone, it's organic. I'm not going to force it, force it. Yeah. yeah. It's just uh, at the time, too, I I just I, I came from college and I, in college I had so many friends that I spread myself thin. So I didn't have any deep relationships. So whenever I got back, I had my circle and I wanted to give all my time to, to my people. And I didn't feel like I needed a new friend. Yeah. So, yeah. so for me, it was not, not worth it. Right. So <laughs> in my head, <laughs> I feel like a bitch for no. what I'm about to say, but in my head, I'm like, this conversation that Aurelie's about to have with her is going to last five minutes. And then <laughs> that's it. That's it. Cause like, guys, listen, Jazzy's nose is so small. <laughs> <laughs> okay. She, she has a, a nose theory guys. So if you have a big nose, I have a big nose. So my personality you really do not have to a big nose. I, I feel like it fits your face. Maybe it does. Maybe it doesn't. In my head, I've always had a big nose. And so my personality has to be a one guys. Like <laughs> if you are a girl with a big nose, you have to have a good personality. <laughs> Cause if not, then what? I, you have to pick a struggle. <laughs> okay. And that's a joke guys. But I, I just feel like Girls with, with cute little noses just don't have to try as hard. You you don't have to be funny. You can just look cute. Oh, okay. 
Um, but yeah, no, Brenda was so standoffish that day, which I, it's funny that you felt that way because I felt the exact same way. So like when I was working out, like I said, it was literally me. And when she refers to the boys, like I, like, honestly, when I moved here to Houston, it was just me, Chris and the boys. Like, I didn't really have girlfriends. So it's always been me and the boys, me and the boys. And I always just get along better with boys anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, but we were working out and during prep, you're just so focused on yourself. And that was like, I think it was like seven weeks out. And that's like the hardest part. It's always the hardest part for me with prep. Um, and, um, yeah, no, I was just like, I, I saw the girls and I, I think I said hi, but then I was like, I'm not trying to make a conversation with them because I'm not going to make a relationship. I don't need a relationship right now. Like yeah. with girls, I'm like so focused on myself. I have nothing to give to anyone right now. Yeah. And then Arelli came, I guess, when she told you, I'm going to say hi. And she introduced herself. And then I don't know what after that, because Brenda was kind of standoffish. I was, guys, I was in a corner texting. Yeah. Aureli was going up to her. But then after that, I don't know how we just ended up hanging out. So, okay, so the conversation that Aureli had with with Jazzy lasted longer than five minutes. Yeah, it lasted a while. To my surprise. Yeah, Yeah. it lasted a while. And so after, you know, the five minutes, I went up to, like, their conversation, and I just started, like, I didn't even introduce myself. I was just like, I was here the whole time. Yeah, I just started, you started conversating. I I just like went up and um, we just, we, we made plans to, we were like, do you need a workout partner? Like you knew so much about fitness and I didn't, oh, so I didn't know that Jazzy was a a fitness model. I thought, I mean, from the conversation, I found out that she was a bodybuilder or that she was going to compete. And so I was like, okay, she's a bodybuilder. She knows about working out and diet and all of that. So we were like, you want to work out? Like, do you need a partner? And so we started working out. Mm-hmm. And once we started working out, I found out Jazzy is the funniest person, <laughs> the funniest girl that I probably know right now. Stop, it's, really? No, yes. Oh. You are so, but in a silly way. Yeah, like, yeah, Like, you yeah. are just so yeah. goofy. And so I think that's what attracted me to, like, wanting to invite you outside of the gym. Yeah. So I think, like, I don't know. We just, we have a friend group. And so we started including Jazzy and Chris and, Mm. and then Sebas like an Oscar and all of them. So, um, it just, it happened just from working out together and literally, I mean, the gym was closed. So it was just us. Yeah. And, and and like it happened organically. It's not like we were forcing the relationship. Like that's what I was saying. Like we just, I don't know. We just naturally started hanging out with and working out together and with a rally too. But one of the things I loved about Brenda is that her and I are very opposite, but we get along really well because we think very differently. And so that's one of the things I love about Brenda. Cause at first, yeah, she was standoffish, but I knew she was like, she's very protective of herself and she's very protective of her friends, but which I really like because I'm the same way. Um, but she's very open and honest and she doesn't pretend she's someone she's not. And that's what I like about her. And she was anytime, like I would say something. I hate when people agree with me because they just want to be nice and agree with me. And Brenda doesn't not that she's trying to pick a fight, but if she believes what I believe in, she'll say this like, Oh yeah, I agree. If not, she like, like she thinks differently. And I like that. I like that. She kind of makes me think about the way that I'm thinking. So, um, yeah, so we just, we've clicked very, very well. And, um, we don't hang out as often because of her work and stuff, but ever since that, we've just yeah been I, hanging out. I want to add on to like what you just said. First of all, thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> Cause it's, it's, it's been so hard to like find girls that accept 
that part of me right yeah. and and so it's funny that you say that like you get along better with with guys mm-hmm. and at the time you didn't have any girlfriends because I can so relate to that yeah and the reason being is because I am too I'm too honest for young girls so like yeah. in you know my teens and just like early like 20s girls are too sensitive at the time for how I was and so I just I could never click with girls and and they would get they would think I'm a bitch or like they would just like get really offended and it's just like no like I'm just trying to help you like I'm I'm just trying to be real right (laughs) yeah and so it was just like for me it was that's why I, I I've always been so standoffish with girls yeah because of those experiences that yeah. I had before and and so I think we clicked because we both were in the same headspace yeah like we were both like obviously we have different opinions about things but mm. we both respect each other for right, who we are right. and like we don't try to change each other right yeah, yeah we're not like you know we're really honest with each other but everything's done like out of respect guys it's not like oh she's like trying to diss my opinion and make me feel bad for thinking the way that I think and it's not like that when you meet mature women guys and confident mature women let me add oh my god um, that conversations are different it's a big changer because if someone doesn't agree with what you believe in it doesn't come from a bad place it comes from a good place so it's easier for you to the bond that you guys have and the conversations that you guys have are just better that way but yeah, yeah no i i mean that's the thing that i appreciate about brenda is that like she doesn't always Cause I've had friends who I'll call up and I want their opinion on something and then they'll, they'll just agree with me. And then yeah. sometimes I'm like, you don't even really listen to what I'm saying. Cause you're just agreeing to agree. I know, you know? it feels like a waste of time. Yeah, like, why like, did I even ask you? Yeah. I don't even know why I asked. Ugh. Yeah. The best compliment that Jazzy has ever given me. She called me up and she's like, I'm calling you because I know you'll be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm like, oops. And I'm like, yes, I will. And, <laughs> and to be honest, I am, I talk the way that I talk and I say the things that I say because I expect the same in return. I, like you said, I hate the fake niceness. I I cannot deal with it. And so I'm not going to treat others like that because I don't want to be treated that way. And and I get it. Like nice, like who knew nice could be like annoying. (laughs) Right, right. No, yeah. But fake nice is annoying. Yeah, Yeah. It just like doesn't feel genuine. I feel like whenever, whenever I get that feeling of not of someone not being genuine I don't click with them because I don't know who they actually are yeah and whenever someone like like you or like everyone that's around me I feel like they show me themselves fully and like everything including their flaws you know like don't hide from me and I won't hide from you right so it's 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 weird it's very like I feel like that's very emotional in a way yeah yeah it's a feeling that we both get, but we don't really speak about it. Right. But, and then another thing that like, I really, I guess I clicked with them more was, I I don't think I've said it on the podcast guys. It's, it's been really nice to make friends. So Aureli and Brenda didn't know who I was. Like they didn't know Jazzy fit. They didn't know anything. So I felt, feel like we were able to actually make a genuine connection because it wasn't like, oh, I'm going to try to get to know Jazzy fit. Like you had already like, cause if you see someone's social media page, you already automatically have an opinion about them. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. I feel like you and Aureli didn't have an opinion about me because you hadn't seen my social media. You didn't yeah. know who I was. Yeah, I thought you were a bodybuilder for the longest yeah, time. Yeah. <laughs> so your opinion was based on 
the day you met me, right? Yeah. So I feel like we were able to have like a genuine, genuine connection because of that. And ever since that, then they were like, oh, hey, you actually have a following on Instagram. And I'm like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's what I do for a living. And they're like, oh, okay, didn't, you know, it's a part of me. And it's funny because Ellie worked out with me yesterday and she's like, I forget how people like to come up to you sometimes. She's like, I forget that you're like in social media. And I'm like, yeah, I mean, yeah, it's a, but it's so nice that I have friends that aren't part of it yeah. because it like grounds me to like real life, you know, and it, I know that from my, the everyone I have in my circle right now, they're like my genuine friends and they're not trying to be my friend for alternative reasons. You know what yeah, I mean? But, yeah. Yeah. And I thought about something while you were saying that, but I forgot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so whenever she added me on Instagram, the next day we were working out and I was like, Jazzy, teach me how to pose like this. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 I remember that. I had forgotten about that. <laughs> <laughs> it was, it changed my life, guys. I learned how to pose <gasps> and I looked so good in every picture after that. I, I was like, I this is a, a secret that everyone should know about. <laughs> I don't even remember what I even told you how to pose. Oh my gosh. Uh, but yeah, guys, so that's how we met. That's how Brenda and I met. But because of her personality and everything, that's why I wanted to bring her out on today to talk about all the sex stuff and all the girl stuff because I knew she wasn't going to hold back from saying what she wanted to say. So yeah. we'll go straight into it. Um, <laughs> okay, so I wrote this down because we were talking right before uh, recording the the podcast. Um, she has a story about almost getting arrested. So I've never gotten almost arrested. I don't think I've ever gotten close to being arrested. I don't think I've done anything crazy enough yet to get close enough to arrest it. But anyways, go ahead. Yeah. Tell your story. Oh, my God. Okay, so I've... 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 <laughs> I have a thing with adrenaline, right? Yes. So the first time that I felt adrenaline, I I was uh I was very young. I was in middle school. I've almost been arrested four times, guys. So like whenever I was coming up with with you know, we were talking about the podcast, I realized that, you know, I was thinking about stories that I could say and just like my crazy, crazy life and my really crappy lo- uh, luck. <laughs> So the very first time that I was almost arrested, I was in middle school. Well, I wasn't almost arrested. I was like followed by a security guard. But at that age, you feel like you're in Grand Theft Auto and right. you're running away from like helicopters. Yeah. And it was because we were like skateboarding in front of a no skate sign. Oh, my gosh. Because <laughs> I was hardcore like that. You know, I was listening to Green Day at the time. Oh, my <laughs> like, gosh. <laughs> Yeah, that was middle school me. And then I was like in high school and I went to my first party and it would happen to my first party. I had I had got my car and my license a week before this party. Okay, so Uh I have my car. I drive to Galveston, which was like 45 minutes away. And I park my car on the side of the road. And I'm not drinking at the party because I had to drive 45 minutes after and I just got my car, you know, you're scared right at that age. So, um, the cops get there and the people at the house lock the doors and put down like the hurricane shutters so that nobody can look in like Uh the cops, right. They were not going to open the doors. And I was like, I need to get out. Like I need to like go home. And they were just like, no, like everyone, like we're going to wait for the cops to, to leave. And then at that age, I also didn't want to be the person to like, 
get everyone in trouble, you know, like open the door and let the cops in. Right. So I'm just sitting down. I'm like, okay. And I'm sober. Right. Right. I'm like, okay. And then I go upstairs and I look out the window and they're towing everyone's cars. (gasps) Oh no. Including my one week old car. Oh no. (gasps) And my mom doesn't know I'm in Galveston. Oh my gosh. I'm like 16 or 17 at the time. And the car is under her name. So yeah. Oh my gosh. I, uh, eventually the cops get in and they literally tackle us to the floor. Like I'm on my stomach on the floor with my hands on behind my, my head. Oh shit. And they're like, say goodbye to your scholarships and da da da. Cause I was like in 11th grade at the time. They're like, your y'all's records are ruined. And then you start hearing like sniffling, like, like people crying. <laughs> yeah, and I start laughing. <laughs> oh my god, you what? But you couldn't really get in trouble because you weren't drinking. Yeah. Okay. So then I'm on the floor on my stomach, and I'm like, I'm sober. Can I go? Yeah. And what did he say? And they're like, No. <laughs> what? I know. And so, and so then you hear them bring the handcuffs in, and you just hear them all clink on the floor, right? Like, cause it was it was a big party, so they brought like all these handcuffs. They get to the guys first, and they put them in handcuffs and take them outside into a van and that's where things got real i know and then the guys hold on they take a, a freaking picture of their cuffed hands oh my know, god such a, they would such a guy thing to do and then they're like y'all are good to go yeah and hold on so so they were just like trying to scare you they, they scared us they they oh, got okay. me good they got us good it was just too many people we were there till 4 a.m Oh, whenever they let us go. Yeah, it was 4 a.m. And not only that, we had to fit everyone into six cars that were in the driveway that they didn't tow. So this was the most dangerous thing they could have done because they let us go. First of all, intoxicated and tired because it's 4 a.m. and completely crammed into different cars. cars. Yeah. So. That was the scariest drive of my life because the guy that was driving us, he wouldn't let anyone else drive his car and he was falling asleep. And I I just had to keep him awake. I was like, oh my God, like we're all going to die. It was, it was bad. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So after that, I was like, "Uh, I'm good with parties. Like that was good. And then, no, I had to explain to my mom. I was like, oh, I went to the movies in Galveston because uh, I had a coupon. (laughs) the dumb shit we come up with we're like bro i sometimes think about them like bro i don't even know like my parents knew i was full of shit at that time but i think sometimes they believe shit just to like let us get i don't even know because i i think because like she didn't really want to know yeah she didn't really want to know she was just like okay yeah so what happened to your car she had so, to go pick it up? so yeah, she had to go pick it up because I couldn't. I tried to pick it up myself, and since I it knew you our, would, yeah. yeah, yeah, you're like my mom ain't finding out until I. She has to find out exactly. And yep, I had to go to the city of Galveston, which ugh, it was just so annoying. And my mom had to go with me, and it was just such a pain. But the third time. <laughs> All right, this is going to take like three hours and we talk about all these damn times. Okay, so was that the the one you just told? Was that the craziest? No, no, it gets worse and worse. Yeah, so hold on. So the third time, my mom called the cops on me. (laughs) Guys, I didn't realize who we were having as a guest. No, I'm just kidding. I'm a delinquent. You are. (laughs) 
<laughs> so wait, so we, me and my uh, childhood friend, we were, we thought we were being slick. Uh, so this was the plan, right? So my mom never let me spend the night at anyone else's house. If you have a Hispanic mother, yeah, you know never. that is such a huge. It's a huge deal. Deal. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I tell her I'm going to my father's house. You know they're divorced. They live in separate houses. Whatever. And I don't go to my dad's house. And then my friend tells her mom that she's going to my house. Okay. Yeah. So then we go to this part. Uh, well, it wasn't like a party. It was like a a birthday like sleepover. Mm-hmm. And we spend the night over there. Everything's good. And then we're even pushing it the next day because we spend the whole day over there. Yeah. And... Her mom, my friend's mom, calls my mom and is like, Anna isn't answering the phone. Where, where, what are they doing? And my mom was like, uh, Brenda? No, they're not here. She's at my, uh, at her dad's house. She calls my dad. I'm not there. Ugh. And then she calls me and she's like, where are you at? And I was like, at my dad's. Oh my God. And then she's like, no, you're not. And I hang up. <sighs> Oh my! <laughs> and I look at my friend, and I'm like, "We're fucked!" Uh, oh my god! <laughs> I literally start hyperventilating. I was like, "Oh my god! Like I am dead. We can't be friends anymore. We're never gonna see each other." Like, oh we're my in god! So, much trouble. so our moms gang up. They they call the cops because we, looking for you guys. Basically. Yeah, oh, they, they they declared us missing. <laughs> And I think it was petty on their part, though, because they they knew we were okay. I mean, I answered the phone, right? I mean, yeah, I think, yeah, I mean, they should have waited to call the cops because you guys obviously weren't lost. Yeah. So I think, like, in my mom's head, she was trying to really scare me. Right. Yeah, I think so, too. And and, this is my last resort with Brenda. mm -hmm, Yeah, she was like, because... She said that before, you know, she's like, I'll call the cops or whatever. But she, I, you, you don't think they'll actually, yeah, do, actually it. do it. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, my mom is crazy and she actually did it. But whatever. I got out of it. <laughs> oh, thankfully. <laughs> yeah, that's just this, the uh, she was so strict. It was crazy. I, I couldn't. So that's why I went to school in another state to get away from that. My crazy mother. And, and then you and her now are like oh, super close. Yeah. But when you're that age, it's like yeah. you hate your mom and you hate your dad. They don't understand you. It's the end of the world. Every little problem that you have is like the end of the world. I know. Well, whenever you move away, your parents see you more as an adult. They yeah, see you as so more too. independent. Yeah. So when she started treating me like an adult, our relationship became so much better. Yeah. And that happened whenever whenever I left for school. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so then whenever I left for school, I almost got arrested for the fourth time. <laughs> okay. Um. And, and, uh, I went, okay. So backstory, I went to Penn state and it is a pretty big party school, but the craziest weekend of the year is state patties. And what it is, it's basically a celebrating St. Patrick's uh, holiday the weekend before, because St. Patrick's falls on spring break. Mm-hmm. And it is such a huge deal that like everyone from around like the city, the cities or whatever, they come into town. Okay. And the city of like the university and the city, they actually team up and they close up the bars at the time. This was like 2016 or something. They team up and they close the bars. So then we're forced to have uh, 
parties, day parties, right? So on that day, you literally drink alcohol for breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And everyone, everyone is just intoxicated. Yeah. And uh, so that, that specific year my friends from texas from here Uh they went to visit me edith being one of them oh my gosh so i am making sure that they have the time of their lives yeah i'm going to make sure that they party the hardest they've ever partied before right and so after so anyways we wake up we go to this party and the like I think we got there at like noon or not, or 10, 10 a.m. I can't remember, but we somehow get split up and it's just me and Edith walking back to my apartment. Mm-hmm. And at this point, I'm kind of like blacking out or not blacking out, but like, you know how there's like spots where you're just yeah. like, uh, I, don't I don't remember, remember leaving. Yeah. yeah, I don't I didn't remember leaving the party, to be honest. And. Next thing I know, I'm being pinned to the side of a car, like to the window. And the guy that's like pinning me, he has me on a lock and he's like, I'm an undercover cop. Don't, don't, whatever. I'm an undercover cop. I'm an undercover cop. And that's where I sober the fuck up. I, I. Just out of nowhere? Well, the thing is I was drunk. I was, okay. So in my drunk head, I'm like, what did I do? What did I do? Like, what did I, what, like, how did I get here? Like, what did I just do? Yeah. I, I'm going to get arrested this time. Like, this is it. Thank God. My friend Edith is the most dramatic girl. I know. (laughs) (laughs) Because she is pointing at the guy and me and she screams a full on like, (laughs) Oh my God, does she? He's hurting my friend. (laughs) (gasps) I'm surprised she didn't scream, rape, rape. (gasps) Oh my God. Because she's actually in shock though. Like she doesn't know who he is. He wasn't in uniform. Right. And thank God, God, like so many people are walking in the street and all these guys Uh from across the street start running towards me. (gasps) I know. And I see them and then I feel the guy back up a little bit and then I yank and I start running (gasps) and I run towards Edith and I keep running straight. Oh, my God. Edith, come here. And so then. I'm running straight and I'm like, oh my God, no, I need to turn because if he gets in his car, he's going to find me easily. Like it's just a straight line. Right. So we start turning and weaving through this neighborhood and (laughs) we end up, (laughs) we end up hiding in a dumpster. (laughs) Oh my gosh. But who was this guy? I don't know. Till this day, I don't know. And I wish, I wish I knew if he was actually a cop or not, because I'm starting to think that like, or I kind of convinced myself that maybe he wasn't. I don't know. Yeah, the way that he handled, he wouldn't do like an undercop. Like, what was the reason of like arresting you? Like, I just don't get that you were walking with Edith down the street. Well, that's the thing is, I don't remember remember you might me doing doing anything wrong, but yeah, I had no idea, and that's the biggest mystery of my life, I guess. You know, you're butt ass naked, (laughs) and he was. <laughs> oh my god it's, i didn't feel like i was being saved at oh, all no oh my no, god i feel like edith would know like yeah, yeah if yeah, i did something would've. wrong she would have known she would have told me yeah, right yeah, yeah i think so, so too that was a that was so scary after that I, i've been a good girl yeah <laughs> you have you have oh, yeah she has i mean i've only seen drunk brenda like two or three times and you behave yourself well you always misbehave after i leave so 
guys, a little into my life. When Chris and I drink, um, we we used to make fun of the people that would leave first. Now we're those people. We always end up leaving first. We're always the first ones gone because either I'm too drunk and I'm ready to go home or we're too tired. And then when I call everyone up the next day to see how everyone's doing, because if they can hang, I just can't. Every, like I, There's all these different stories. And I'm like, when did that happen? Oh, like three minutes after you left. I'm like, are you kidding me? I'm like, I can't. I always miss the fun. I'm like, I feel like I miss the fun. Like God's like, no, you're going to miss the fun because if you're part of it, it's going to be a mess. So. Yeah, because I've seen, I mean, you can get crazy too. Like yeah. she'll, Jazzy will be the person that's like, let's go to the strip club. That's me. I always say, I, if we end up at a strip club, it's because it's me. Because I'm always like, let's go to this strip club. Let's go to this strip club. And it's like two, three a.m. Yeah. But that's as I think that's as crazy. Well, as you I have thought. a you have a roller coaster of drunkness. So, I do. So Jazzy's, <clears throat> and it took me a minute to learn. <laughs> Jazzy's oh little phases. So I have a lot of. I really do have a lot of phases of drunkness. Whenever she starts drinking, she gets very serious and quiet. I do. At first. And then she just blows up. I do. Yeah. Like, I'm usually the person that's in the corner. Like, people are like, are you okay? I'm like, yeah. Like, I'm just drunk and I vibe. I'm I'm usually vibing by myself and I like to be by myself. And then it just turns into, like, crazy jazzy. But it also depends on the type of liquor I drink. If I drink, I'm usually a vodka girl. So if I drink vodka, I have a good time. If I drink tequila, which I hardly ever drink tequila that's when it goes into more like a depressive state drunk yeah but (laughs) you haven't witnessed depressed jazzy yet but we all have those (laughs) (laughs) anyways okay guys so let's get into these sex topics now um brenda you're in a relationship yes Um, but you've been in with a relationship with justin for a few years now no yeah we started dating whenever we were 21 yeah yeah um but the stories you have today are from like you before meeting justin yes okay yes um i want you to talk about your worst date (laughs) oh my god okay so i was so this date happened while i was in college and it was the second date actually so our first date went well we went to a hockey game it was fun Uh uh-huh it i mean it doesn't require much like talking or anything i guess so i went to the second date and it was a dinner, and okay. it was just not. Was I mean, this, he was, was this a guy white, Hispanic? Yeah, black. so he was a he was a white guy. Okay. This is Pennsylvania, so okay. most of them were white, and he he looked like Dwight. It's true. <laughs> I had my I had my white friends and then my international <laughs> friends. Okay, okay, because <laughs> I need to keep. I needed to have some culture. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. So. Um, this guy, what attracted me to him? I think it was like he had tattoos. He had a sleeve or half a sleeve and he had really long hair. He looked like a surfer guy. Okay. You know? So I was really attracted to him okay. physically. Yeah. But w- during dinner, I was like, this guy is, is dumb. Like I couldn't, yeah. he, we were not connecting. Like I couldn't, I don't know. I, ha- I like to have good conversations. Right. So same. I'm like, whatever. It's, it's just for fun. Like yeah. it's just dinner. He, <laughs> The check gets there and he pays for it because he's a gentleman, but he pays with coupons. <laughs> what do you mean? What kind he of coupons? Starts, is he? he starts taking out coupons. <laughs> uh, 
he goes into his wallet and I'm like expecting, you know, a card. Yeah. He starts just like looking through coupons and he's like, I know I had one for this place. Oh my God. Imagine if he didn't, do you think he would have been able I to pay? I don't know, but I offered. Yeah. I was like, oh, I, I got it. Like, yeah. you know, yeah. maybe he needs, he needs all the money he can. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. No, he yeah. was like, no, no, it's fine. I was like, okay, whatever. We're all broke college students, right? Yeah. So it wasn't that big of a deal because, I mean, I was broke too at the time. Yeah. Not coupon broke, but like... <laughs> <laughs> coupon broke is a whole different level. Anyways, okay. <laughs> but So I still go back to his apartment with okay. him because he is very attractive. Okay. And... We start making out. He takes off his shirt. He's hot. Yeah. And we keep making out. <laughs> and I fall asleep. <laughs> what do you mean you fall asleep? I freaking fell asleep. I don't know. Next thing. Okay. We were making out. Next thing I know, he's like, hey, I'll, I should take you home. Stop. I'm serious. Where were you? On the couch? On the bed? What? You're on the bed. And you I, just fell asleep mid makeup. <laughs> Dude, I was an engineering student. I had a, a full, basically full-time job. So, yeah. like, I was, like, in college, I barely slept. Because yeah. I was, like, partying. I still wanted to party. So, yeah. I slept, like, three, four hours a night. And still, because I wanted a social life. Yeah. And I guess it just, like, oh, okay, I know why I fell asleep. There was no chemistry. Yeah. Like, zero. I mean, I, it, it was, like, li the lips were moving, but it was just, I didn't Nothing. feel anything. Like, it. He looked really good, but yeah. I just like no chemistry. I don't yeah. know what where chemistry comes from. Yeah. At the time I thought it came from looks because I was very young. Yeah. But no, like it has to be like I don't yeah. know some kind of energy yeah, or something. Be, yeah, yeah. Cuz I fell asleep on his ass and <laughs> Did you ever see him after that? No. I was like and, and I was so embarrassed. Hey, right. I, whenever he woke me up, I was just like, oh shit. <laughs> I was like, no, that didn't just happen. I, I was so confused. I was like, how did I just like fall asleep mid mid kiss? Yeah. Like, did I snore? Did I did I like what did I do? You know, I yeah. started, I don't know. It was weird. Poor it guy, was, he probably felt bad too. Yeah. Was that different? Because I know we talked about it a little bit, like from your one night stand, because you've had one night stand, right? Yeah. Was the chemistry there? <laughs> there was chemistry or like because I've, I've never had a one night stand, so I've always wondered what it's like to have a one night okay. stand. That's a good point. So, okay, so first of all, my one one night stand probably saved me from being a hoe at the time. <laughs> my one night stand saved me from being a hoe. <laughs> quote that. Okay, okay, I'm gonna quote that. I. <laughs> Keep going. <laughs> so, this guy that I met at a party. I was going through something, okay? This was in between boyfriend number three and my current boyfriend. That was like dark times, guys. So this guy I met at a party and he was so attractive, right? And we were just flirting the whole night and we were party hopping and just like already holding hands. Like we yeah. already know we're going to go home together and something's going to happen. And right. he's probably the most attractive guy I've ever been with in okay. bed, right? Uh -huh. So... I get to the apartment and we're making out and there's chemistry because I still like wanted to have sex with him. Right? right. But like the sex like just wasn't 
I couldn't get into it. Right. You know, and and I couldn't like whenever you can't get into it. I don't know. I realized that day, like that experience made me realize that I need that emotional connection. Like yeah. I had no emotional connection to him. Yeah. And and so if I don't have an emotional connection to him, I can't like finish. I can't orgasm. Right. I can't I don't know. It yeah. was it, it just felt weird because I felt like if any guy, if I was going to have any one one night stand and it'd be good, it'd be with him because he was good too. Yeah. Like he was like, he was in charge. He was doing everything Every, I like. Everything right. Yeah. But yeah. you just didn't feel. I just didn't know him. Yeah. I, I feel like, I feel like, I don't know. Like, you know, you watch all these movies where they, these people have like these heated sessions, one night stand sessions. And I don't know. I feel like. If it's like in the spur of the moment, maybe it can be something yeah. great. Like you see those people have like club bathroom sex <laughs> yeah. or like party sex. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? Like right then and there, I could see that being kind of hot and steamy. But for me, like you, like, you know, you kind of dragged out the night with that guy. I feel like I'm the same way. I feel like if I were to have a one night stand, it would have to, I would have to have some kind of emotional like attachment or like yeah. something emotional with that person. Cause if not, then it just, I feel like it would just feel like a dick. It, it did, you, you know, it did, and it was so good up until yeah. that point yeah. of of just actually having, having sex, sex because yeah. it it started off so steamy. I was like, oh my god, I'm actually doing this. Yeah, I'm actually doing this. So like, my heart is beating like yeah. so fast because I've never done it before, and it, and he's so hot. Yeah, and. and just in the middle of it, I'm just like, what the fuck? Like, this is it? Yeah. So then after and, that, you were just. And like, I was so jealous. No. So, yeah. yeah, after that, I was just so jealous of girls that don't need that emotional connection because yeah. there is girls that don't need it. They just they're like, guys, they like, like the physical and that's good enough for them. Yeah. No, there's I mean, there's a lot of girls like that. That, I mean, if you're listening, I mean, that's awesome that you can just like <laughs> go have sex and have that feeling and orgasm. And, you know, there's girls that like always want to suck dick and i'm like how do these girls always want to suck dick <laughs> i'm like i don't i i mean i don't mind sucking my, i like sucking chris's dick but i don't love sucking chris's like i'm not like if i have options i'm like oh yeah i really want to suck a dick like yeah. there's girls who like want to suck a dick all the time and that's not he's my husband i cannot imagine going to a random be like let me suck your dick like no or like it's not me sucking multiple dicks in like a day or something yeah, like I, I, don't know. I i had a roommate who had sex with multiple guys in a day yeah and i was like applause to you because i couldn't i could not yeah. and i could i mean i could do it i could get the guys to the to my place and right. just do it do for it. fun but it, i wouldn't enjoy it so right. why do it yeah yeah. But I, I was jealous of her. I was like, damn, especially at that time. Yeah. I wanted to do that. Yeah. I wanted to get that satisfaction and it be like amazing with whoever it was. Right. Use them. Yeah. Use them. them. <laughs> use and abuse them. Yes. Yeah. I don't feel like I feel like I would be the one that'd be used. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I haven't had that experience yet, but I was wondering that. But I think like, you know, there's there's we're not like saying that it's bad if you feel great that's awesome if you can feel like, like i said i yeah. was jealous of yeah those girls. if like, you can that's amazing but yeah. yeah i feel like for me i would need a little bit more emotion behind it exactly i think that i think that once you've had it once you've had that deep connection yeah. with someone yeah. and i feel like not everyone has had a deep connection with someone yeah you you will always compare it to that. Right. And the relationship I had just got off of, the, the one that made yeah. me go on this, like, yeah. 
phase, it, I had, you know, I had that. And, yeah. and so I couldn't go back to just like, I felt like it was immature sex, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like sex is so complicated. You know what I mean? Like, everyone is different. Every girl is different. Every guy is different. And like, yeah, now that you're saying that too, like, I can't imagine having sex with someone other than Chris now because I feel like it would be awful. Like, because they wouldn't know me. They don't know yeah. what I like, what I don't like. And then now having a, such a deep connection with him, I can't imagine just having like surface level sex with, I mean, I'm, I, yeah. I don't know, unless I'm like so. super duper horny. <laughs> <laughs> so you said now, you can't imagine it now. Did you ever imagine it? What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean? Like in the future, in the past? No, like, yeah, in the past. Like, how were you not curious? Because it, I, guys, I recently found out that Jazzy has only had sex with Chris and that blows my mind yeah. because I remember, I remember my first boyfriend yeah. and I broke up with him because he was my first boyfriend and yeah. I was curious. I was like, what if I don't actually love him? Like yeah. I have no, nothing to compare him to. Yeah. I needed to compare him. Well, I mean like I, Chris and I have been together for so long. We were, we would date, he was my first boyfriend. Mm -hmm. So then we would, break up but we would break up like over childish stuff and like for like a week or two and it's like i'm in like because you're young if you break up with a boyfriend and you have sex with someone else like you're a hoe yeah. you know what i mean like when you're younger especially like coming from my mom who was like you have to you have to marry a virgin and all this stuff so like i already felt guilty like for a long time chris and i would have sex and i would cry right after sex oh because God. i felt so like I felt dirty. I did. Cause you're, you know, you feel that way when your mom tells you like you're a your, hoe, you know? And like, so your mom really did that to you. Yeah. My, Have you watched Jane the Virgin? Yeah. You reminded me of that. Stop. <laughs> you're looking at the flowers. <laughs> Stop. Yeah. Like I was just like, Oh my God, I'm damaged goods now. No, but like, so in between our breakups, we didn't have a lot of time. The only time that we had like a, the biggest breakup was after, you know, uh, this is a little bit deeper into my life, guys, but we got engaged and then we broke off our engagement or Chris broke off our engagement. And I feel that was our longest breakup, I think. Well, before that, we broke up. No, okay. Now he's like, now you broke up before. Yeah, no, our longest breakup was in college. Yeah, um, it was in college. We broke up for four months. And I could have had sex, but I think because... I always wanted to get back with Chris and I knew yeah. that he wouldn't accept me after having sex with someone else. Mm -hmm. I didn't. Yeah. And there was no one in my hometown that I was attracted to, to have sex with. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and back in Georgia, like there was no one, like there was no guy that I was like, Oh, this guy's hot. I'm not going to say things were different here. Like if I would have been here in Houston and with all like such a big city and stuff and with my options now, like, girls nowadays that have social media and all this stuff. Yeah. I probably would have had sex with other guys. Like I, I really would have, but because I always hoped to go back to him and yeah. I feel, I felt like he wasn't a man hoe. And I was like, if I go and have sex with these guys, he's never going to take me back. Yeah. Especially local guys. So I never did. And, um, that makes sense. Yeah. So that's why I, I like I said, if I think things would be different, if, nowadays with social media and everything and yeah. me living in a bigger city i think i would have probably had sex with other guys yes. you know it sounds like your breakup was more like a break because well i don't know if if chris felt the same way but for you you were like i'm going to try to get back with him yeah because i was i was obsessed with him 
you were like, not anymore. <laughs> no, I, I am, but it's different. But back then I was like, I'm this man married me. I don't give oh a fuck. This man God. is gonna marry me. I that's that what, sounds like my first boyfriend. You were my first boyfriend. Yeah, I was. But he was he was also obsessed with me. He just wanted to break up because he would get these like uh, tantrums or whatever. <laughs> And then, then he would, I'm like, I would tell him like, why the fuck are you making yourself so hard? You know, you want to be with me. Like, what are you doing? Oh my but God. I mean, we were young. I mean, yeah. you know, we got married when I was 22. Like we were so young when we would break up. So it wasn't like we weren't really dealing with like grown ass adult Mm-mm. issues and stuff like that. And thankfully, like, I'm thankful that our relationship is the way that it is now. And where we are very compatible in sex. We have amazing sex because if not, then I think we wouldn't have made it as far as yeah. we made it now. Yeah. But um yeah. So as soon as as soon as my uh first boyfriend started talking about you're the love of my life and you're going to marry me one day, I was out. Damn. I was out. I was like no. no. I no. And my first three relationships were all exclusive but temporary. Yeah. And most I mean the first or, or the second and the third, they had like expiration dates. Like I was moving away or he was moving away. You know, yeah. they both ended for the same reason. And it was like the distance. And and we knew that ahead of time. And I was okay with ending it after a year. Yeah. You know, I was like, perfect. That's actually the perfect uh, type of relationship for me, especially back then. And, yeah. and I thought... I thought that's how I was going to live the rest of my life. And yeah. I was fine with that because, because it was long enough to build a connection, an emotional connection, but there was no stress of, of the, of marriage and like forever being forever together. That stresses me out. Yeah. And you know, with my background, like I saw, I saw my parents' marriage just completely fail and I saw the worst parts of it. And it was just like, from a young age, I was like, I never went, I, I was like pre-tweens and I was like, I'm never going to have a boyfriend. And they thought I was just like innocent, but yeah. no, it was because I just d- never wanted to get married. Right. And, and so I carried that for the longest time. <laughs> so like, yeah. I met the most stubbornest guy, Justin. Yes. He's so stubborn and <laughs> persistent. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, here you go. He's like, I'm gonna marry this hoe. I don't care. I'm putting a ring on it. <laughs> it he's yeah, he's he's worked very hard. <laughs> Anyways, before we get into her, her and Justin's relationship, you do have a small dick story, right? Oh my yeah. <laughs> Guys, so okay, so in between boyfriend number like I said, boyfriend number three broke my heart. Yeah. I was uh that was the first that was my first heartbreak. Okay. It was uh I ended up um, actually loving the guy. Like I actually like had love for him. And then we tried long distance after we broke up. We were like, oh, we like each other. Let's try long distance. And it got toxic after that. Yeah. So I uh, I was I was going through a phase of using guys. I wanted to use them. And this guy that I met, he had a uh, a bed really close to my to my class. Okay. And so I was like, dang, like that's a five minute walk to my class tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I was like, I'm going to stay in his bed. Yeah. And so I went home with him and I was like, we're not going to have sex. Like this was already after my, my failed first night stand, right? Uh-huh. The, the bad one. Oh, and yeah. so I'm like, we're not having sex. I just want to cuddle. Okay. And he's like, okay, that's fine. And we just cuddled. He didn't even try to have sex with me. And I was, okay. like, a, a little offended. Yeah, yeah. Because like, we always are, like, we're not going to have sex. But we 
So we at least try. Want you to try, obviously. <laughs> at least you should try. If the girl says she doesn't want to have sex, try and then let her decline you. Yeah, again. like let her refuse you and be like, "I said no, no sex," yeah. and then you stop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah That's yeah. how it goes, guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, Chris. Still, even then, he's like, "You say you don't want." I'm like, "Yeah, but you still should try." <laughs> still touch me. He's like, well, "I don't know what to do." I'm like, "Still touch me." If then I say, "Don't touch me," then I'm like, "Okay, then back away," you know, but. You got to at least try, you know? <laughs> yeah, exactly. So he didn't try. I mean, it was fine. It was, mm-hmm. He was just a guy. But yeah. like, and and the next day I walked to school five minutes instead of my typical 25 minutes from my apartment. So then <clears throat> I started to go to parties with him or it wasn't even that we were going to parties. So we would just like call each other after we were done partying uh-huh. and get together and like make out and cuddle. Okay. And just like company. Company, yeah. yeah. We were just like, I, I had an apartment that was really close to my class, so I'd coordinate it with my class. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you were using the guy. Oh my. I was using his, yes, I was using his apartment. It was so nice. It was it was so cold at the time. Yeah. Walking 25 minutes in snow. Yeah, oh. yeah, yeah, yeah. So I, I needed him in a way. But um, this one time we were hanging out and he was like, I don't know. I think we were talking about sex and he was like, oh, I don't like to have sex because I have a small dick. And then he made a joke, but he made it sound like a joke. Right. Yeah. So then I was like, wait, like, is that why he doesn't want to have sex? Uh, yeah. or, or like, is it a joke or is it real? R- like, right. I got really curious, like too curious to yeah. the point where I fucked him. <laughs> you were like, hey, I was like, we're going to get to the bottom of this. Yeah. What did you say? Was it small? Oh my god! Yeah, it was so. What small. did you do? I mean, I mean, like when you saw it, you just kept at it. Uh, yeah, I wasn't gonna be like, oh, you were right. Do you feel like size <laughs> matters now that you had sex with someone with a small penis? Like, did you feel oh, the yeah. same? Well, I don't know because he was also lazy. Like, I was doing uh, all the work. Like, shit, uh, if you have a small, a small penis, at least like give me big dick energy. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. try something. Yeah, nah, he was, <laughs> he was just. He was just laying there. there. And I'm like, okay. Okay. <laughs> I guess uh I guess you actually have a small dick. I guess that's another one night well, it's not a one night stand because we were friends. Right. But but um yeah, after that I was like, yeah, yeah. And then after that I felt like he maybe expected to like have sex again since we had sex already once. Right. So yeah. I was like, Nope, we're I'm done I'm using done. him. Yeah. Oh. No more five minute walk to class. <laughs> Brenda, I love you. You would. Oh my God. Okay. Anyways. Okay. Let's get into sex. Um, now I don't know if this is with your current relationship with Justin, but have you experimented with toys? You know what I have because of you. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Jazzy has amazing recommendations. I do. (laughs) Okay guys. So I just started using toys. Uh, well, I think we've had, um, have we used toys before? I was trying to think if we've, we've, bought, we've, Chris and I've always bought like lube and stuff, but it wasn't until, uh, like three years ago, four years ago that I bought like my first vibrator. What do you buy lube for? We would have sex a lot. Oh, like, like multiple times a day, but we would buy lube when we were younger because we would only see each other on the weekend. So we would have sex like seven times. Oh my I kid you not. God. Like his room reeked Ew. of fucking sex in high school because we would literally see each other and it's like it was like from noon until 10 p.m it was like game on like we would only get up to eat and pee and it was just like marathon it was like a sex marathon my 
vagina was the, the good thing is we would only see each other on saturday so it ha- gave my my vagina a whole week to recover because oh it needed it i was so sore You're rubbing it raw yeah it was my vagina was raw Ugh. so anyways that's why we my <laughs> lube but i bought my first vibrator like three years ago and it has com- it completely changed my mind because for the longest time i think like women don't realize that like not everyone can orgasm naturally like mm-hmm. i need a lot of uh clit stimulation to be able to orgasm and i can orgasm without the clit stimulation but my orgasms with the clit stimulation and the vibrator are just like you know those orgasms that people talk about that your body your soul leaves your body yeah that's my <gasps> orgasms my soul leaves my body and then it comes up then you it legit comes went from not having an orgasm to having the most intense yes orgasms in my life oh my and so i don't want to say i've never had an orgasm before that because but it was I mean, really hard but it was really hard and they were good but when i found out that this and chris is like yeah let's try it like the good thing is chris has always been open to trying yeah. things and it just completely changed my life. And I think like listening to other women talk about like, you know, that it's normal for you, one, not to always have an orgasm and two, that some of us have to have uh, clit stimulation. And then like it has to, the penis has to hit the G spot right at the perfect time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. it's harder for some women. Some women can just orgasm like this and some women it takes time. Yeah. So finding that toy was like the best thing ever. So I got the vibrator and I always tell my friends, guys, yeah. If you don't have a vibrator, if you don't own a vibrator, go get yourself a vibrator and it will change your life and use it. But use it like obviously when you're having sex. So, yeah, yeah, but see, I I never felt like I needed one or needed a vibrator because I have a position that like basically guarantees me an orgasm as long as my headspace is right. Yeah, 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 because you're you're as a female, your headspace has to be right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. As long as that's good, this this position legit guarantees my orgasm I'm are just you on like, top uh no on the side so like when oh shit yeah whenever okay. we're on like side on to the side, side yeah. yeah i don't know like something about that angle yeah it's 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 my favorite and it always like it always gets me there so like if i if i know i'm not going to be able to orgasm like any other way or like we've been having like we've been having sex for a while yeah i'm like get on my side, side. yeah yeah and then you'll finish <laughs> yeah see for me it's like and before we get deeper into it guys for women do please do not think that like it's easy for you to get in that headspace because it's really hard sometimes to get as females we really have to focus on not thinking of anything else mm-hmm. in order to orgasm like your headspace has to be right when you're having sex because sometimes like it's it's hard like you're thinking about i'm sure like if your mom the laundry and the dinner and this mm-hmm. and that and then that's why it's so hard for you to enjoy sex because you're thinking about other things yeah. your headspace has to be right but no i mean the yeah you just made me think about something what? so if what if like women can't orgasm as easily or have a hard time orgasming because they're not in the right headspace so maybe they need to meditate like maybe the reason why they're not orgasming is because they can't they don't have that clear your head yeah well i mean yeah meditating before or like really making the room like like almost like i hate to say preparing for sex but preparing for sex like i get into my mood i make sure the dogs i'm not i make sure nothing around me is distracting me Mm. my phone is away the dogs are away like we even like turn on music we get into the mood into the Mm -hmm. mentality and like i have to zone everything out right i mean it's different than obviously like quickies right yeah to have like that connection with him you have to do that because you know like 
if you're just having sex with your husband or your significant other and it's just for them and there's just like those quickies where he's like, let's let's go fuck and like you're like mid washing the dishes or whatever, you're not going to enjoy the sex, right? No. Because your mind, like for me, it's like I can't enjoy it if I was doing something else. Like you also have to be selfish and realize when it's convenient to you and not just your significant other because guys are different. They can just on the go let's have sex and orgasm on the spot with females it's different they're they literally a button they are it's they, not fair no matter what they're doing they could chris could be mid fucking game and i'd be like <laughs> i want to suck your dick let's go have sex he's like fine whatever gets off the game full on if i'm washing the dishes he's like i want to go have sex i'd be like no i gotta finish this <laughs> because if not then i'm thinking about those dirty dishes like it's different for females um but um including the toys but help me but i will say that i feel like so chris just bought me a a, another toy recently and it was like an actual dildo and um i hated it i didn't like it and i think it goes back to where like i don't i like having the connection like i don't feel Mm. like with the dildo like, I'd rather just, I'd rather literally just, if he's not hard or whatever, I'd rather, if he's not in the mood, I'd rather just sit. And what is it called when you go back and forth on somebody's leg? Like, hump the leg. <laughs> Dry hump the leg with my vibrator yeah. and come that way than have, like, the fake dildo. Because for me, it just doesn't feel the same way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's, yeah. It's just like, I don't know. Like, I can't, I can't get there. Get into it. Get and into get there, it. Yeah, because yeah, I, I just... understand like I would just rather to me I would rather not even like have sex and then like okay so this week I was out of town and I didn't have sex for a week a whole week a whole week (laughs) wow a whole week so whenever I get back from these trips sex is just so amazing yeah it's just like maybe hold out for a bit and have amazing sex whenever later yeah yeah, yeah. it's just like that's how I see it. Cause I could have, I mean, I could have masturbated while I was out of town, but I'm just, I was too busy. And I, do you masturbate? Uh, I have, but not that much anymore. Yeah, Cause yeah. I mean, I have a Justin. boyfriend, so yeah. I have Justin, so I don't have to, Yeah, I feel like, and he's so, he's so easy to like, I, I can use him whenever I want. Yeah. He's so, do you think he's, he masturbates? While I you're don't gone? know. You don't know. I don't know. I mean, maybe while I was out of town, yeah, yeah. I sent him a, like a picture. <laughs> <laughs> okay, naughty. Oh my God, it reminds me. Guys, I just want to share this story with you guys. Oh my God, Chris went out of town. We are always together, so it's hard for us to like, I'm actually leaving out of town here soon, so I'm excited that I'll be gone for two days because then it'll be like two days without sex and we come back and the sex is always great too. But he went out of town. This was when Aureli stayed with me. Yeah. Um, and he went out of town with his brother and he was like, oh, send me some photos and some videos. So I sent him some photos and some videos. And then he's like, uh, we were in the kitchen um, and he was, it was me, him and his brother. And he was like, oh yeah, it's on my phone. Um, he told his brother, he's like, oh yeah, it's on my phone. <laughs> he's like, it's in the messages Jazzy sent. So Chris is like going and I'm like, no! And I literally knock his phone out of his hand and it falls on the floor. He's like, what? And I'm like, the photos he's like oh shit and i'm like oh my god if your brother would have seen that i would have i would have been so embarrassed i was like oh my god no 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 but anyways goes back to when you send those photos and stuff like 
it makes the sex so much better when you come back because it's like you know it's like, like it's more anticipation, anticipation and yeah. yeah you just feel like you've been starving yourself and you get to eat again, yeah you know like it's but just like you so you haven't bought a um a vibrator yet i told my boyfriend to buy it for me okay. so i usually the small one yeah yeah i and told him where to go i told him everything you told me yeah. i just I feel like, cause you've been telling me for a while and I just don't go and I'm just, uh, I, I don't know. He, he'll do it. Cause yeah. he's, I mean, if you're already having great sex, you know, like, yeah, you know, so but it's just like, initially he thought I was, <laughs> so I just texted him. I was like, for Valentine's day, I want a vibrator. Yeah. <laughs> and Jazzy <laughs> uses this. <laughs> if you guys want me to link it, DM me, I'll send you the link. <laughs> So, so initially I didn't give him any information yeah. at all. It was literally out of the blue. Yeah. And he, initially he thought I wanted a vibrator to masturbate. Yeah. And I was like, no, it's for sex. Yeah. He's like, oh, okay. Okay. So he's, he'll, he'll get it probably faster than I will. Like, yeah, I just, I will push it off yeah. and keep pushing it off because yeah, I feel like I'm already having amazing yeah. sex. So there's no urgency on my end. Yeah. Him, he's, yeah, he's probably going to get, get it soon. So, yeah. I mean, guys, it's just a small little bit bullet. I'm not talking about like a huge ass vibrator, but small bullet, put it on your clit, you ride your man and it will change your life. I'm big and like, I guess, cause I very con controlling in my life. So I yeah. like to control the bedroom. Like I like to control my orgasm, I guess. Yes. So, um, yeah, I know that puts it like me being on top. Hat, like being able to control my position knowing what I like yeah is the way that I finish but it's just it'll it'll be a huge game changer yeah for you I'm excited yeah. I'm really excited and <laughs> she's gonna call me up right after <laughs> jazzy it was seizure. great <laughs> do you have seizures <laughs> yes yes I do yes. I was truly <laughs> I asked Chris I'm like bro like I feel like I look like a fucking crazy maniac <laughs> when I orgasm I was like I'm sorry if I look stupid he's like no no you don't look stupid you look great during like, sex everything is acceptable yeah I guess so uh, you're just you get in a crazy high that you're just like anything anything the other person does is just hot yeah it doesn't it is, matter yeah. what it is yeah that's true anyways okay so have you done anal no okay I so my boyfriend Justin he really wants to do anal and yeah. I I keep saying no I am adamant about not I'm trying to drag it right I don't want to yeah and he's kind of settled he settled for just rubbing his face on my bow. <laughs> He's so obsessed. He's yeah. So, I mean, it's a great thing. He's obsessed with my butt. <laughs> and he'll literally like, I'll be laying in bed on, on the bed, on my phone, on my, on my stomach. And he'll go up to me and spread his, my cheeks and just <laughs> <laughs> big whiff, wishing he could be in there. Oh my gosh. So do you, does Justin eat ass? Does he eat your ass? No, I no. don't find that. I don't know. I don't find, I think he tried once and I was like, I don't, I'm not into it. Because <laughs> <Okay. laughs> I just get so instantly turned off. Like any, like he'll put a finger in my butt yeah. during sex and, and instantly I'm like, 
no, on no. guard. On guard. You yeah, know, yeah, on yeah. guard. Like, this is dangerous territory. If he thinks I like it, then he's just going to keep pushing <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I just can't even, like, pretend. I can't even let myself like it. Right. You know, because I'm so against well, it. Well, then just talk. I guess it's like talk to him about, like, if you, like, I just want you to know, like, let's do the finger thing today, but, like, it's not leading to anything else. That way, you know, he, he knows what the expectations are. <laughs> Cause Chris is a big ass guy. We've done anal. We'll done. We've done full on anal once, um, and it was actually pretty amazing. But every other time we've tried anal, it's been horrible. It's so painful. Uh. Um, but Chris is a ass guy. He likes eating ass. I like him eating my ass. It's yeah. It's a whole yeah. It's but because I know that it doesn't lead anywhere. If he's like pushing, like oh, I want to do anal. Let's try anal. Then I I'm like full guard, like full on guard. My tense up, and I'm like yeah. no 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 no. So it's it's almost like anal. I feel like if you're gonna try it, it kind of has to happen like naturally without the expectation of anal or anything, yeah. and then just see how it feels because it's not all the time. Like because Chris will stick his finger in my butt like occasionally or like not like in it but like you know rub my butthole <laughs> but it's sometimes it feels amazing and sometimes it feels awful and I'm like I'll tell him like no don't do that and yeah. he'll stop it but sometimes it feels great and I'm like keep doing that so I think it also just depends on what how you're feeling a mood yeah it's a mood like it's a whole mood but if you're on guard you're not gonna ever relax oh my god I yes. just I get so I lock up, but sometimes yeah. it even turns me off. Yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm like, Same. I don't want to have sex anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I don't know why. I think it's, <laughs> I think it's because I I had a, a friend who, her and her guy did anal, and <laughs> she just shit on him, like shit came out. <laughs> <laughs> Like, when you, like full on poop <laughs> yes like they had to clean shit off the bed oh my god yeah oh and so no i don't want that yeah 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 and and i've looked it up and it's like common you know yeah. like some some people say to take a um laxative yeah to clean out well right? you're supposed to i think like if you are a gay man you're supposed to like douche your butthole before having anal sex because it is i mean it's natural like you're you poop from there you know what i mean like your shit's in there i mean that's why like if we ever try like anal it's just anal i don't go from anal like trying anal a little bit to vagina i'm very particular about that like if chris wants to try anal we'll try it but then it's like straight in the shower and then we continue having sex like yeah. because of all that bacteria and stuff because yeah. that's it's part which for me that's the grossest part of it because guys will just be like oh whatever let me just stick it back in your pussy Ugh. but it's not it doesn't it, do, it doesn't work that way like it's gross so. i can't i can't get past the poop part the poop part yeah, yeah. so the, um i think the one time that we did like the hardcore anal i don't think thankfully i don't think we even made a mess it wasn't any poop residue on his on his dick but I had just showered and like, yeah. So I think, and it was later in the day. So, but yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. Um, but anal is just, it's different for everyone, you yeah. know, like, um, but it's not like you crave it, right? No, like, I mean, no, no, guys, no. I don't it, personally but, don't. Yeah. No, no, no. I mean, like I said, I'm good with Chris eating my ass. I mean, good with a finger here and there sometimes, but mm -hmm. that's maximum. I think Yeah. for our anniversary, I got him and I got, well, 
I got me a butt plug for him, but what? I didn't use it. It's too painful. <laughs> I can't. It's too painful. So I just buy it for him to get all excited and then I let him down. <laughs> and it's just in his drawer because I never use it. Oh my yeah, it has God. like a whole little like a red like ruby jewel at the end of it. Oh my God. Guys on butts. I swear they never grow out of it either. No, I don't know. I don't think they do. I don't know. I I was at home on a Tuesday night watching Netflix and getting ready for bed. And at 10 p.m., I get called into work. And I work in, in the operating room. And I go in. And this guy had something stuck in his in his butt. And he's old. He's white hair old. You know, like he is past like he needs viagra at this point and and he this was not his first time this thing was huge the thing it wasn't even yeah he was in so much pain because he was too embarrassed to come into the hospital so he couldn't like poop for two days and yeah and then um he started no, it wasn't even, it was just an object. Whenever I got there, I couldn't, like, I couldn't tell what it was. It was just an object. It wasn't even a butt plug at that point. Like, yeah. he was just shoving objects up there. <laughs> he oh had God. done it before. He had stretched stretched the butt and <sighs> enjoyed it, probably. But, I mean, it's common, too. Yeah. Like, all, because I told my girlfriends, you know, after after I got called in, it was just like my first time seeing that kind of scenario. Yeah. And I I told everyone immediately, like all my friends, like, what the heck? Yeah. And my Arelli, you know, she whenever she worked at a hospital, she was like, Yeah, I had a doctor that had a a, a patient with a hairspray bottle up his butt. And it, it got stuck. And those people need surgery to get them removed. Oh, my God. Yes. And he, the hairspray guy, not my guy, the hairspray guy, the guy with the hairspray up his butt, he actually, uh, like, wasn't able to walk after that. <gasps> yeah. Oh, my God. Dude, I'm not, I'm picturing, like, a big ass, one of those that my dad uses with the green lid from Walmart. <laughs> yeah, me too. Those big ass spray bottles like oh my god yeah so i can't imagine <clears throat> i mean they should just go buy a delta right i know and what's up what just what guys guys know, guys and butts guys and butts. i don't understand it and like what kind of pleasure do you get i guess at that age if you're not having sex you yeah. kind of want something sexual yeah and that's the easiest way to get it yeah <sighs> But still, uh, yeah. that's just too much. And they just push it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but anyways. All right. To end off our sex talk, um, have you had a threesome? No. What do you think about threesomes? <sighs> <laughs> I've asked you this before. Uh, you have. <laughs> um, it depends. I'm more into... For me, the possibility of having a threesome is less than going to like a sex club mm. kind of thing. I would rather go to a sex club where Chris and I go and experiment with other people without us watching the other person mm-hmm. than having another person in our bed and having a threesome. Does that make sense? Yeah. Like, I feel like he's down obviously to have another girl in the room every guy is um and he's down for the girl to do stuff to me and not do stuff to him so it's more like just for my pleasure yeah and him watch and then obviously have sex with me 
um, because I just don't know how I would react with seeing him have sex with another girl right in front of me. You know what I mean? Like, I just don't find girls. I find girls attractive and I'm, I've made out with girls before. And when I get drunk, I've, I'm very open to making out with girls. Like I always have. Um, but making out and having sex with another, with another girl and licking another girl's vagina like that to me is just not a possibility at all. Like I just don't get, I can't imagine getting turned on with, by another girl. And I can't imagine getting turned on seeing another girl turn him on. Right. Yeah. So that's out for me. Mm -hmm. And I can't imagine him being okay with another guy having sex with me in front of him. Mm -hmm. And I would be, like traumatized to like try kissing another guy in front of him. Like I, yeah. because of his feelings, right. I would be thinking about his feelings the entire time. I'm trying to like have oh, sex with this guy. Right. That would change your relationship yeah. forever. So for me, the thought of a threesome is just not a possibility, like as much as the possibility of us like going, I would rather us swing mm -hmm. and like him go have sex with a girl. I go have sex with a guy in separate rooms. Yeah. And then come back to each other and not talk about it. Mm. Then be in the same room and know that it's happening. Does that make sense? Yeah, that does make sense. Yeah. So, I mean, they have like sex clubs where you can go and you you can do that. Yeah. And I'd be more into that than having a threesome. Yeah. I, yeah. Do you see what I'm saying? I see what you're saying. I, I think for me, I, I agree with you. I don't know if I would be turned on. Okay, so here's my stance on it. I couldn't do it with another guy. I wouldn't yeah. want two guys. Yeah. I just don't. Yeah, it's I, not a yeah. fantasy for yeah. me. Neither for me, yeah. Um, Another girl, I, I'd be curious to have a threesome with a lesbian girl. Yeah. Obviously. That's what Chris says. Yeah. With a lesbian girl. Cause she would be into you. Yeah. And, and Justin would just like watch. And I just have a theory that lesbians can just eat out way better than guys. Okay. <laughs> I'd have him take notes. Okay. <laughs> Cause I mean, he's good, but, uh, lesbian is basically a vagina expert. Yeah. 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 You can always learn something new. Right. Right. And and so I, it's not that I would be turned on by another girl. I just, I'd be curious. Yeah. Uh, and see if it was different. I mean, maybe it's like, maybe it's the same. Yeah. Maybe yeah. it's not any different, but, or maybe I can't get into it because she's a girl. Right. I don't know. Yeah. That's the part where I'm curious to how I would feel and how she would be different. And, yeah. and I think Justin would be okay with that. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe if I was tipsy. Yeah. I couldn't be like pure on sober, I don't think, for me. Yeah, I know, because I mean, alcohol, I don't know about you, but it makes me horny. So yeah, it makes I'm me like, horny. That's whenever I kiss girls too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> alcohol <laughs> and horniness and girls. Because <laughs> Chris lesbian. says the same thing. He's like, you know, we should get a lesbian girl. And I'm like, no, he's like, but you make out with girls when you're drunk. And I'm yeah. like, he's like, I don't know why you act like you're not semi-lesbian. I'm like, because I'm not lesbian. I don't want to lick another girl's vagina but i don't mind if i think a girl's hot i don't mind making out with her yeah i don't think i would lick another vagina either yeah so i don't know i guess like i'm not curious enough to want that yet you know what i mean i yeah. would be more open to the idea of us going into separate rooms would you be open to um swinging? i i i don't know uh, <laughs> 
We haven't gotten there yet, but I think... Yeah, I, would, I mean, I'm saying, I like, would, we yeah, haven't yeah, gotten yeah. there yet. Yeah. It's a conversation we've had, but we haven't gotten there yet. I think I, in the long run, I would probably be more open to it than him. Okay. I think he would have a problem with that, yeah. for sure. Um, but I have always had an open mind. Yeah. So, uh, for me, it's... I mean, I could do it. Yeah. Like, for me, and we talk about this all the time, like, we've been together for so long. Thankfully, our sex life is great. And, you know we're not there right Mm -hmm. now but it's what i've talked to you guys about that like i just i'm all about loyalty and Mm -hmm. i understand that people have needs and i'm very open-minded that if five ten years from now he's like hey you know i didn't get to we didn't get to experiment that much as young kids like i'm like ready to experiment should we experiment Mm -hmm. we can have that conversation about experimenting i think that if we were both there we'd be okay with the idea of doing that, like going to like a sex club or swing, AKA swinging or whatever. And then coming back together because I know that like, I told him like, I don't, I can imagine like myself maybe possibly wanting to have sex with other people, but I can imagine myself wanting a different relationship. You know, like I don't want to, I don't want to lose the relationship we have, the marriage we have because a lot of marriages end because of sex, right? Because the person cheats because of sex or because they're missing something. So I'd rather him, instead of cheating, come and tell me, hey, I'm missing this or I'm curious to this and we can work something out and our marriage can stay, we can stay married married to each other, you know, and have the the relationship that we have than the disloyalty and him going behind my my back and cheating on me. You know what I mean? So, I mean, with with things how, you know, how they are nowadays, like, I just feel like there's, I don't know. It's it's hard for one person to be able to please you for the yes. rest of your life. Yes, you I know? 100% agree yeah. with you on that. And and it's funny that the way that you're wording it, like to to me, I completely like understand what you're saying because I am on the same like mindset. Uh, but to other people, so uh, the way that, I'm just going to point something out. The way that you're saying it is, if I know about you having sex with someone else, it's not cheating. It's not the betrayal. So other people will see it as he had sex with another girl that's cheating, regardless whether I knew about it or not. And so that you are like your, your definition of cheating is different from other people. And that's why other people have a really hard time understanding what you're saying whenever you, you say that kind of stuff. Yeah. 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 I I get that. Cause for some people, that one person is their person for the rest of their life. But what angers me too is that some women are like, well, that, you know, I'm that one person and he's my one person for the rest of my life. But then the husband goes and cheats and they stay with the husband I know. because they didn't do anything wrong. But I'm like, like your husband still cheated. Yeah. Regardless of how, how hard you try to keep that marriage and like, oh, that marriage is just for me and him. Yeah. He still cheated. Like, and it's selfish that it's selfish. It's a selfish relationship where the guy cheats and then he doesn't want her to to go and and be with someone else. So how is that fair? It's not. And that's where resentment builds and that's where people get unhappy. And, And that's exactly how you said it. Marriages end. Yeah. I like what you said about, you know, having one person please you for the rest of your life. That is so true. We're animals, guys. Like we are literally animals. I feel like that's against mother nature. We were not meant to be with one person for the rest of our lives. Yeah. Just like 
that's something we made up as a society and we made a rule to make, make ourselves feel safer, to make us feel uh, not alone. And like we have a life partner because everything is a little more bearable yeah. if we have a life partner, if we're not in it, if we're in it together. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So <clears throat> for me, like, and, and I understood that like very early on. Right. And in life. And so for me, I, I've just never valued that as yeah. much as you do. Like that's where we are so much, so different. Yeah. Right. It's like you will do anything to make the marriage part work. Mm-hmm. So, but at that point, whenever you guys are like swinging and like, you want to have sex with other people. Are you guys still in love or are you guys, are you guys in a partnership? Yeah. I mean, at that point, yeah, it's mostly like, a. I think partnership, but still, I mean, I think still in love, like obviously guys, I'm not there yet, Yeah, you know, but we talk about this. And the reason we talk about this so much is because I'm in the social media world. Mm-hmm. I see people cheating on other people all the fucking time, all mm-hmm. the time. Like it's nothing. Mm-hmm. And I understand temptation because I've been around temptation. Mm-hmm. It's hard when you're around attractive people all the time. Like <sighs> the, in the fitness community, I go out to party. I'm around attractive people all the time. And it's fucking hard to stay your ground and be like, I'm married. I can't, like, I can't go home to your hotel room and fuck you. Whereas other people are like, they're married in a relationship. They're like, I don't care. I'm going to go have sex with that person. Like it's it's different. And people don't understand that because yeah, if you live in the South in a hometown where you don't go out and you don't do anything, it's easier, right? To comprehend that your significant other is still yours, but is your significant other watching porn? What is your significant other liking on social media? Mm -hmm. Like, what is your, like, I just feel like there's so much temptation mm-hmm. around that for me, it's like, I would rather Chris and me be like open and honest about the way that we're feeling yeah. than like cheating on each other just because yeah. of the betrayal part, because our relationship is so deep and we have such a good connection. Like Chris and I work so well together, like in our relationship in our businesses and everything that like, and our sex is amazing, but if anything, I feel like if anything will, would lack in the future uh-huh. is sex yeah. because of how we are as humans. So yeah. that's why I say that, like if our relationship were to slack or, or to have any issues in the future, it would be because of where we're at sex wise yeah. because of our history and not experimenting and everything. That's why I'm like, if we get to a position where we're like both, Hey, we should ex- experiment and we both feel the same way. There would obviously be rules that we would obviously talk about mm. what we're doing and everything. I don't want you guys to think that I'm just like free hilly and like, <laughs> I don't care if Chris has sex with another girl because that's not the case. Like it's going to hurt, you know, yeah. but, and right now that I think about it now, obviously it would hurt because I'm not there yet. Mm-hmm. I'm not prepared to, for him to go have sex with another girl. And I know he's not prepared for me to go have sex with another guy, but I mean, who knows? I mean, at that point, it's like almost Will Smith and his wife where they're just life partners, but they have sex with other people. And he said it himself, like, like sex to him is just sex and sex. Like, like they work really well together, but like he wasn't just going to have sex with one person for the rest of his life because it wasn't meant to happen that way. I think that's beautiful. Life partners. Life partners. Like, like say, say, say it for what it is. Yeah. Right. It's 
it's uh, <laughs> marriage is not about being in love for the rest of your life. It's not. And if you think it is, then you're going to be disappointed. Yeah. I think yeah. because like after, and the reason why I asked you that question is because after my parents split up, mm-hmm. I would always go to like my friend's houses and just observe like married people. Yeah. And most of them, you know, parents are, were older at the time. Most of them just looked like partners to me. They were yeah. not in love. Yeah. And, and it, it was, I mean, people show love a different way and some people don't show love in public. Yeah. Like some people, like maybe if someone's around, won't show it. Maybe that was the case. But to me, like the way that I, I saw everyone at that point in their life, which was like their fifties, they just look like partners to me, you yeah. know? And so I, I almost like, I have that expectation that like, you're not going to be in love with that person for the rest of, of your life. I don't know why, yeah. because it's just, it's just natural. You know, it's just, I think that marriage gets hard whenever the guy starts needing Viagra. Do you think the, the marriage gets hard when the guy starts the needing Viagra? The marriage gets hard when the dick doesn't get hard. No, because there's different cases when the dick doesn't get hard. I just think that, I mean, I think the sex part is complicating in a marriage, but I feel like the love is there though because I feel like the love that I have for Chris is even more intense than when we were younger. Like it's it's more and more intense, but you have to work at it. You know what I mean? Like, yes. And we're all about to hit our thirties and I feel like our love is intense and I can only, only see from, you know, I agree that it's only going to get stronger, you know, but so there's two things, right. And I overanalyze everything in my life, but I've realized that there's two things. There's love and there's lust and you have both of them for him right now. So what the lust does, it intensifies your feelings for him. Right. And they're both healthy. Like Mm. uh, some people say lusting is is bad or whatever, but lust, lust is what makes the sex intense. right? Right. And, And so whenever the lust starts to not die off, but whenever you get older, you just don't have as much lust, right? right? You're not, you're not in this first timer things like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Of course it dies off. So then it starts to feel more like, I mean, you still love the person just as much and it's, and the love keeps growing, right? You care about that person, but it doesn't feel the same because the lust has decreased. Right. Right. So it's, so I think that's where people get confused. Right. Yeah. And I, I agree because especially with us reading these books, you realize that like all those emotions that this author's like the, the characters are feeling it's cause it's their first time having sex with each other, yeah. all this stuff. And it makes you think like, Oh shit, I'm not going to feel that again. Right. Because mm-hmm. the lust is gone. The lust between Chris and I are, is gone. I mean, I like, so you don't think so? No, not yet. Okay. <laughs> Chris is like, no, absolutely not. I just, I mean, I still am very attracted to Chris. I mm-hmm. understand the difference though between, and I think a lot of marriages don't, they think that's why marriages some, sometimes they only last two years. Cause then they're like, well, I don't feel the same way that when we first started dating, well, of course you're not going to fucking feel the same way yeah. when we first started dating. And those feelings are going to be different now that you're married. And as time passes, there's going to be difference, but there's times where I find like, I mean, I always find him attractive, but there's times where I'm like, fuck, my husband is hot. Like, yeah. you know, and that I guess a little bit of the lust starts to, mm-hmm. you know, come back in. But the love part is what you have to work on. Right. And yeah. knowing like, because you, like you said, when you get older, it almost comes like it's almost like comfortable. Yeah. Right? Roommates. But your roommates. But I mean, and part of it is part of that. Like it's life. Like you get comfortable with each other. You have like your home and things get quote unquote, you like your routine, but that's why it's important to like 
spark things up and try new things yeah. and like for chris and i it's traveling and knowing when to like stop working and make time for each other and doing things like that but i mean yeah i mean it's as you get older like you have to make sure that the love doesn't die off because yeah. the lust will die off and and like right now you know our relationships are so easy because like like you said we're having amazing sex and so Whenever you are having less sex because you're just older and biology, that's that's just what's going to happen unless like you really like force it. Yeah. Um, it's harder to get past flaws whenever you're not having as much sex. Yes. It's harder to get past uh, arguments, mm -hmm. you know, like sex just makes everything so much easier smoother right. in the relationship right. and so that's where uh i think that's where marriage is going to be hard yeah harder right right, right. you know yeah, yeah. and and that's where i think people don't like make it or whatever but yeah i mean yeah i sex is a big part of you know a feeling close yeah and feeling and like, and like expressing your love right now that i'm like it's a thought in my head like if we were swinging like i mean chris and i would still be having sex with each other because it would still have to be a part of our life like yeah. you can't I can't just go have sex with other people and Chris go have sex with other people and then just come home to like, there's a whole dynamic. So I hope you guys don't take it as like <laughs> as easy as it's coming out, you know, because it's not as easy. There's a lot of complicated parts, but that's what I'm saying. Like, honestly, honestly, once you get to that point in your life, you're going to be a completely different person. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you might not even have the rules, the rules that you're talking about, because the only reason you want to have rules right now is because you can't even imagine yeah, have, yeah. being there yet. At that point, you're like, okay, but that's fuck. what I'm saying. Like for me, it's just like, I like that I'm so open-minded because for yeah. me, it's more of like, I understand that one person isn't perfect and can be at all for you. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Like it's hard. Yeah. You and know? that's why you guys are going to work. Yeah. But that's exactly why you guys are going to work. And I'm calling it. This house is going to be the orgy house. Stop. <laughs> this house is not going to be the orgy house. Stop. Orgy house 2030. <laughs> <laughs> Eight more years. No <laughs> guys. Like, there's like signs whenever there's an orgy house. Oh my God. <laughs> there's like a pineapple thing. Oh yeah, there is a pineapple, the upside down pineapple, whatever. Yes. But anyways, guys, this well, I think we've been talking for like an hour and a half, two hours. So guys, we can talk forever. forever. Um, whenever we hung, hang out, it's just, we're all over the place. I'm surprised <laughs> we're able to stay on topic. I know, but there's a lot more that I want to interview Brenda about because she comes from like similar background as it's I do. It's not an interview. Um, yeah, it's not an interview. It's like girl talk. But I'll bring her back on so we can cover more topics. But I hope you guys enjoyed our sex talk rant. I hope that you guys can, as women, understand where I'm coming from a little bit with like being in an open relationship just because, well, not now, but in the future, like, um, and not being like, you know, judged based on that. Cause I'm just trying to give you guys insight onto the way that I think and maybe help you understand how a guy works a little bit and help you in your relationship. But yeah, thank you, Brenda, for coming on and just giving us some of your funny stories. And this is fun. <laughs> this is really fun. And guys, like, I I am really camera shy. Like, I cannot, I can't listen to my voicemail. I'm probably not going to listen to this episode, to be honest. You're going to have to. I, 
I hate my voice. No, but you flow so well. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, I'll still do things, right? Mm. Just because I'm like scared of it doesn't mean I'm not gonna do it. But like, I, I low key was screaming yesterday because I wanted my voice to be a little raspy today. Oh <laughs> <Yeah>. my god, stop. <laughs> Anyways, guys, that's Brenda. That's her personality. I'll put her uh, Instagram in the description below. But I hope you guys enjoyed this episode, and I will see you guys next week. Bye later.